Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 98. I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke, Cody, and Richie. No guests this week again, but we got a lot to cover. We got Good Evening Ranch, and uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be... We'll be there. No, we'll, I, I won't be there, I don't know about you. Um, we'll but be on the way. We'll be on the way. Um, actually, maybe not. Uh, me and Richie may be leaving late on Thursday. Uh, yeah, we may just cannonball it overnight. We're not sure yet. We're gonna I see. Ridiculous. I think it's. I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, just caffeine our way to victory. Um, <laughs> oh, no, because the way I see it, if we take a few hour nap before we leave, should be fine to drive through the night. I mean, especially if we split the driving. True. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, Plus, that way, if we have issues on the way down there, instead of getting there at midnight Friday, we get there at lunchtime Friday. This is also true, and uh, issues are definitely not out of the question. I forgot it's a 12 and a half hour drive. I thought it was exactly. like eight. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, we're leaving at midnight on Thursday. Not midnight, probably right after I get out of work or something. No, I figured like somewhere between six to eight o'clock. So that way, by the time we hit any big cities, for the most part, yeah, this is true. empty. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what the what we end up doing. I'm also gonna figure out if we're gonna have my shit loaded before or after, or what the deal is. Um, well, that's what I can do while you're still hard at work, Graham. Uh huh. Yeah, this is the benefit of of that so yeah i can we'll, we'll figure that out i i still gotta talk about or talk with um get either sean or jb to loan me the trailer otherwise we're driving the jeep and that won't end well um, <laughs> oh, oh, God. uh don't trust me i'll fucking do it but uh it won't be fun <laughs> i don't know if i feel safe <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind that you would just do that the I bet only you, doubt is how it's going to go. I bet mm. you 20 bucks it'd do better than the truck and the trailer. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I, I, I fixed know. my grounding issues and the 47RE shifting like like a dream again. It was starting to shift fucking weird. I don't know. So Seriously, they have some fucking strange ground problems. Yeah. No, I literally cleaned one ground up and it started shifting better. Uh, my wipers no longer turn on when I hit the brake pedal. Uh, and my radio doesn't turn off randomly anymore. So all three of those things are great. I'm uh, happy with my my simple sandpaper fix. Uh, it worked out. But, you know. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and uh, I know you've been working hard on your map sensor and transfer case. You missed all of last week's recording, which doesn't come out. It was late again. We apologized for that one being late. Uh, yeah, and... before we get into what's going on with my stuff, let's just... Did we cover what was happening with the other stuff last week? I didn't even get a chance to listen to I don't to even it. remember. We sort of did. Yes, we, we did. We talked about uh, the fact that we dropped that, uh, or we, we messed up that recording, and there was you know just no saving it. We talked about the glorious moment of uh, you know Sam's um, Monologue. motivational speech, which we mm. still need to make into like a like a quote with an American flag on it because it was just so wholesome. It, 
it was just that good. Yeah, it was fucking good. He's such a good dude. Even if we like, I don't know. There's no way to say. Turns out he's Damn not it. gay though. Did you guys see on his Instagram he was out with the girl? I thought he was gay. I. Hey. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I knew for a fact that he was probably not gay. Um, not gonna say how, but I'm just gonna say I knew. Um, you took a pass and you shot you down. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, definitely happened. Um, no, I fucking knew it. We were no, talking I... the other day, and uh, the subject of, hey, do you want to go grab dinner and have the girlfriends come with us so that they can meet each other came up. Yeah, no, I was teasing him that I saw that he was out with a girl, and I'm like, if I ever see you out with a girl again, I'm going to text your boyfriend on you. <laughs> uh, More guys have called me daddy than female, so which one are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So funny. Tell Plasma Daddy. Mm, plasma. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but either way, if I sound weird, I'm sick, so I won't be talking much. Just thought I'd fill the old people in with that. So, yeah. Yeah, that shit happened. No COVID, unfortunately. though. Mm. No um, COVID. No, but it's easier to get out of work when you have COVID. It is. <laughs> it is. Um. Yeah. Fucking... I don't know. We got to clean up a little bit, but we're working on it and restructuring the stuff we've got to. So hopefully we'll be back on the ball really quick. Um, Just a series of unfortunate mishaps all happened to hit at once. Again, this is stuff we apologized for a little bit last week. Well, now that we got the whole crew, we can give the full apology here. We'll try to be more consistent and uh, get some interesting stuff going in the future here. Yeah, we've got some good guests lined up, um, some return faves. It'll be good. But right now, we're getting ready for good evening, and man, that's been a shit show for me. An actual, complete and utter disaster. Uh, Kish, don't forget my spare 231, please. I was actually just about to ask you if you still wanted me to bring it. Yeah. Um... I guess we can get into that if you guys want to. Uh, yeah, let, that let's hear it. the whole saga. You skipped last week, so you're here now. I want to hear it all. Okay, so I brought the Jeep over to my buddy's place because he's got the concrete pad and everything. And like, I'm working this weird... I'll work two days, I'm off two days. I'll work three days, I'm off two days work two days off three days it's like this rotating shitty schedule and just due to the way the rotations worked out um i had those couple of days to get it ready and then i had to tackle the engine management problems um today and yesterday uh, to be able to actually make the trip so i only had two days in which i could actually work on the jeep so what was it, it was uh that Wednesday was it Wednesday and Thursday that I think so um so I pulled the or I went to go and pull the transfer case and that's when the problem started um my cross member had I had to stick a jack in up against the floorboard to get the cross member out um it bent really, really fucking heavily upwards, and it is currently taking the stiffener and the unibody with it. You talking oh, that's about fun. 
like the the bolt on ends on the sides. Yeah. Got so it. So one of them, the one that has my upper link on it, I put in a piece of plate or I put in two pieces of plate at the ends of it and then I put in a bar that bar um welds directly into the upper link mount and ties into the side of the frame rail and it's mm. a good 12 inches or 15 or whatever the fuck it is inches long um i forget exactly it was just some scrap metal that just happened to work and i didn't think the other side was going to be a problem because it doesn't have a link tower on it and as you know this cross member has kind of been the bane of my existence for a while at uh, least two years i'm Blame Colin or don't blame no, Colin? I don't blame oh. anyone. He designed um, it. That's why. I, I no, Colin didn't no. design it. It's actually Craig Colin who designed would... it, and it's a fine design. It's just it's gone through a lot of beatings, and Luke put a pretty tall upper link mount on it, which doesn't help it leverage wise, mm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's every design. Colin is holding up better than mine is. And I think that what you just said right there with a taller link mount is probably why. Uh, he's got a shorter link mount in his, and it's not trying to pull apart as bad. But, no, it's just ripping off the in, off of the unibody completely. So it's yeah. stronger than the unibody, so it's got his, that going for it. His is stronger, or his, yeah. He's breaking the welds, right? Oh yeah, it's like tearing away. Last I saw, uh, and then I know he did some plating between yep. his front cross member and the back one to kind of hold it in place. I don't know if he welded it. He, I assume he welded it back where it was tearing off. But uh, yeah, yeah, you never really know. No, you no, don't you really. Don't. Um, <laughs> so I had to get a jack in there, and it ended up being one of those like little stubby ball jack or. Um, one of those little stubby jacks, not the, uh, wow, my brain is, scissor jack is what it ended up being. Jesus Christ, I wish that my brain would turn back on. <laughs> I'm stuck um, thinking about balls. Yeah. Um, God damn it, Sam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I didn't get much sleep last night. My brain's not really working that great today. So... Uh, that and a piece of two by four, and I was able to sledgehammer my cross member out after I took the bolts out with the weight of the transmission on it. Um, so that took an extra like good two to three hours just in getting the cross member out. And then, um, so I go and pulling a two thirty one is not that big of a deal, right? Like it's pretty simple to do. It's six bolts after you get the drive shafts off, whatever. So I did that. Pull the thing out, and it's cracked all the way around um, the planetary. So, like, it kind of, like, pushed the outer planetary or something happened. Um, But looking at the marks that were on the case, it almost looks like a rock got up in there. Because the top of the CV joint that the uh, yoke mates to was all scarred up and then on top of that it had a big like there's the pinhole and then a big chunk in the crack around so i'm wondering if i sucked a rock into that area at roush um in the planetary not in the planetary itself 
but on the outside over the top of the drive shaft. Uh... And like it hit really hard there because we'll get to this in a minute. Um just the way it was cracked, it's like it took a really hard impact and then it started to fail, not mm. the other way around. It doesn't seem like the case was failing because internal problems. Um, yeah, the puncture probably... went inward, not outward, like I had originally thought. Gotcha. It could have been from that drop. Huh? It could have been from the drop on Yellow Jacket. It could have, but it would have had to have gotten a rock in there. Like, the drive shaft scored up, but I'm saying, like, it looks like a rock got into the yoke and shoved up against the transfer case and then spit back out. I don't um, think that would have happened at Yellow Jacket because I just dropped it gently onto the transfer case cross member. So the, or not transfer case, I'm sorry, transmission cross member. So the transfer case was sitting up there protected. Um, so I pulled it out and I disassembled it and disassembling it was a motherfucker. It did not want to play nice. Some asshole put way too much RTV everywhere. Shocking. Yeah, I wonder who that was. Yeah, does it start with an L and end in Luke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way too much RTV. So I did it again, of course. Uh, you know, there's no excuse to not do it again. Um, Listen, you love may... your fucking RTV. I do. You gotta be uh, careful with that shit. Those RTV snakes. A lot. Those RTV snakes will get into everything, and then you'll have oiling issues. I'm aware, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> we'll come back to that, I guess. So, I pulled the transfer case out. And I went to disassemble the other transfer case. So I get the other transfer case apart, and the planetary's got a chip tooth on it. So I had to take the planetary out of my 231, which has seen some shit, and put it into that 231, which has also seen some shit, apparently, um, when I did the SYE in there. Um... And then it's got the chain out of my 231 because that chain was in better condition and shape. So, you know, you just got to run what's better at that point. You don't have, I didn't have the option to sit around and figure it out more. Mm. Um, and I reassembled that case. I got everything back together and it ended up working out. But it's like a weird hodgepodge of mix and match whichever parts were best between the two of them is what ended up in there and it's just not ideal but that's why i'm asking for the spare to come with us to you say that but it sounds pretty ideal to me i mean unfortunately you know exactly what both those cases have been through but i mean and i guess i'm not the uh the shiny example of of how to make a 231 survive because all of mine die premature deaths of lack of fluid or at least seemed like they did but that was my fault that wasn't the parts fault um yeah. but the amount of times i've just taken the best parts out of one case especially when you're doing the syE swap anyways you have to swap all that crap in anyways it has to come apart you might you might as well look at the best parts in both and just toss them in um oh, to make if the I best put that case other you can. 
I don't blame the guy that sold it to me. Awesome dude, stand-up guy. Um, but like, there's no way that you could know that one of the planetaries was chipped no. without taking the case apart. It spun free and everything. I just didn't trust it, and I run cheap 231s. I'm gonna be brutally honest. It's stock chain, uh, stock planetary, like. I put it through hell and it just keeps coming back and then it was $175 and $20 of RTV and miscellaneous stuff like fluid to get it back up and going this time. It's not the end of the world, right? So It's hard to beat uh, the maintenance like the ease of maintenance on them as well, right? It's super easy to just swap them out, throw a new one in. Obviously the yep. gearing isn't great but I mean, compared to my, if I, if if my eco box or two two oh five blows up some somehow, then I'm I'm basically screwed. Uh, that's that's not a fun job. So yeah, um, on my Jeep, it's not pleasant to get the transfer case in and out either. Just it's not because the rear cross members make it really uncomfortable to sit and get it in there. So essentially, um. To have enough room to position it, you can't put a jack in there. Mm -hmm. You just have to pick it up and throw it in there while laying on your stomach. Fortunately, they're fairly light. Getting some exercise. Yeah, it's fine until it takes you like six stabs because your exhaust keeps getting in the way and you finally get sick of it and ratchet strap your exhaust out of the way. Mm. This is why I usually drop my exhaust. Yeah. I just let it dangle. I'm or I cut it. I mutilated my exhaust at Roush. Um, and for me to take it apart would mean that it would not go back together the way it is. Gotcha. Or like, you know, they're just not enough motivation or time or fucks to give to care at this point. Like mm -hmm. it would have ended up straight piped and I just would have been wheeling it as obnoxious as that is. Um, and with the other stuff I've got going on in life, I just... I care about wheeling, but I can't care or like I don't have the mental bandwidth or time to sit there and fuck with building a new exhaust with the trip coming up this quick. It can stay as it is, and it was easier to ratchet strap it and go because I still had engine management problems looming behind me to deal with or in front of me, I should say, to deal with. And those were a pain in the ass because I actually like We'll get back to that uh, later. To get the transfer case cross member back in, though, that was fucking fun. I had to jack the cross member down and then jack the, or sorry, jack the wing of the cross member on the driver's side back down. And it makes a really cool crunching noise as it pushes like the stiffener and everything back into position. <laughs> um, and then put a hydraulic three-ton jack below it, and I started unloading the suspension with the amount of force it was taking to get my cross member to go back in. Jesus. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, Mine is, every time I take it out, it gets a little tighter. It actually got better when it did my cross member pieces. But I have like a, I've got an edge beveled on it so it can slide in and push the frame rails apart because they always seem to sink in it never you know every time you got to take a cross member out on a rig that you beat on it's gonna suck 
no, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. Like, there's just no making those come out easy every time without no. totally over-engineering it and making it something that's just difficult for other reasons. Exactly. Um, and I'm not trying to pee-pee-poo-poo that rig, but it's rapidly coming up to a point which I'm really sad that we lost all of that discussion with Sam. Um, it's going to get band-aided back together for a while until I either buy or find buy or build a buggy at this point. Um, well, Eddie's selling his rig. You can buy the Yoda. There you go. Straight trade. Now we're talking, dude. Now we're talking. No. I want, like, if I'm going to go with a buggy, I want tube chassis. I don't want to deal with that. Great rig. I'm not saying that it's a bad rig, but I don't want to go from what I currently have to another vehicle based. I'd rather spend like 15 grand and get something that is closer to what I want or build it for, you know, 20,000 and then come back to the XJ when I can actually put the time, energy, and care that that thing needs into it. 20,000. Yeah. Mm. I want an LS. I'd like I want you, one. I'd tons. like you to keep your receipts and tell me how much you spend at the end of the day. I guarantee you it'll probably be more than 20 for well, an I was LS. talking about buying a pre-built. Oh, okay. That changes things a little bit. I'm pretty sure that if I were to walk up to the appropriate rig with $20,000 in hand, I would be able to walk away with said rig for $20,000. All right. Uh, Prove me wrong. I'd like to see it. Eventually. I'm not saying it's right now. I'm saying that I'm probably going to limp through the rest of this season, wheel it some next season, um, and figure out more realistically exactly what I want to do. And ex- the rig that I want to buy or build better. I don't want to have it be something where I jump into another project and have it be not what I want, if that makes sense. You know, like, I understand that if you buy a rig, there are going to be the situations where uh, it's had stuff rushed on it as well, but mm. yeah. It's fine. Um, so I got the Jeep home and I started tracing out the wiring. Oh my fucking God, was that a pain in the ass. But between the code reader, the wiring, and everything, it had a bad cam sensor. Or the sensor that sits below the distributor. I forget what it's called. But a distributor position sensor or cam sensor, depending on the year. Mm-hmm. Um that was take bad. Your word on it. Hmm? So don't take your word on it. I have no idea. Yeah, well, you got no one, so you have just like a little cam sensor thing. They're fucking cool. nice to change. Um, crank position sensor was bad. Mm-hmm. And I swapped those two, and it was still cutting out at 3,500 RPMs. So I swapped the man- yeah, manifold air pressure sensor, and it cleaned up. It just pulls right up to rev limiter after idling for an hour. So that was solid. Um, I had to clean out all the garbage, kind of put my tools back together, and, you know, 
were actually like mechanically ready to leave for good evening. It's kind of crazy. I don't have like the lights done and I've still got a broken link bolt that I have to fix when we get there, but I don't I ran out of time today for that. Um I bought the hardware yesterday to do it and I just I didn't get up early enough or have the motivation early enough to take care of it today. So So are you working tomorrow and Thursday? I am working tomorrow and Thursday. Gotcha. Yep. And tomorrow's going to be a 14-hour day, and Thursday's going to be a 12-hour day. So, Feel bad. I'm just not going to have the time um, after work to do much more than pack. Which, I guess, is reasonable. I think it's perfectly fair that I get my shit packed up and buy some beer for the road trip. Maybe buy some snackies. Uh, Lord knows that I have no clue what I'm doing for cooking. And at this point, I I'm, don't even care. I'm just sending it. I'm bringing down a whole uh, sleeve of burgers and possibly a few small steaks. Cool. Perfect. We got uh, dinner. We got yeah. nothing else, though. We don't need anything else. Yep. Survive off Jello. <laughs> but I am super. You Super sure you want to do Jello, Graham? Remember last time you and I had Jello? <laughs> Fucking almost killed each other by accident. Jeez. Almost afraid to ask what happened with fucking Jello. So we didn't have spoons. So you know you slurp the Jello. Well, I yeah. was eating the Jello. Slurped too hard, hit me in the back of the throat, gagged, and then spit it back out. And Graham's like, "Oh, what's fucking wrong with you, Katie? Jello does the same exact thing three seconds later. Funny yeah. shit ever." <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah, that was the best part. Was I, no, it wasn't just. It was. It was a little bit after because that was when we were waiting for Luke to change his tire or do something, reseat it, and then you. I think you or Kate offered me one at that point, and I did take it. And then I did the same thing, like first slurp, just the entire <laughs> fucking thing of yellow down my throat and back up. So bad. Fucking so beautiful. Funny. Yeah, I was fucking hysterical. Just choking on Jello. So anytime I think of Jell, I think of that. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Take some fucking skill to choke on Jello. No, okay, we'll no, buy you some Jello. We'll, we'll, we'll watch you. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Well, I will fucking gladly devour. All right, a large gonna, amount. I'll get you some Jello for Good Evening yeah. Ranch, and we'll 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 see. We'll test that. Uh, I'll I'll show you the proper way to fucking eat Jello. There's you gotta slurp it way. though. Yeah, no, he's no probably utensils. seen a decent bit of how you're supposed to eat Jello, if you know what I mean. Uh, what kind of weird porn are you into? Fucking Jello porn? <laughs> what? No, no. I thought that's what Luke was alluding to. Is that not what you're saying? Uh, I have no clue. I, I'm just saying that he's uh, he's probably been experienced in that particular type of thing, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's generally white in color. Oh boy! One second, John's calling me. This is probably about the the trailer. Give me one second. Oh, Keep talking. Good. Do it on the podcast. Amazing. What? Um. <laughs> no. So you know, like I got the jeeps actually running right though, Cody. So wow. you know, it's kind of shocking. Proud of you. Yeah, I'm. I'm fucking surprised by it. Hopefully, we can get some good full suns in this coming weekend. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would have been disappointed if I didn't see you driving around like a dummy. It's guaranteed to happen. Um, I don't know, Kish, if you've been filled in on what the itinerary is looking like. You sent me a text saying how much the uh, my portion of the cabin rental was, and that's it. Oh, well, you're in for a fucking treat then. So, right now, the discussion is being had about what we want to do. And it's looking like our Friday is going to be uh, a lot of... How do I put this? Like, uh... We're all going to show up and get the rigs unloaded because I know that Tony might have some stuff. A couple of dudes in his group are going to have some stuff. And then we're planning to do a green and blue trail ride at night. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I figured was Friday was going to be primarily everyone showing up and getting themselves unpacked and ready to go. And that yeah. we'd probably end up doing a night ride. And that's also why I told Graham that I wanted to drive throughout Thursday night. So that way we could participate in all that. Um, Saturday morning, we're going to try and fix the carnage from the night ride. Mm -hmm. um, and then the plan is that we're going to get more adventurous, uh, hit some of the harder trails there on Saturday come back to camp, chill for a bit in the afternoon, you know, get into the evening, if you will. Um, maybe, like, go get some dinner if the restaurant's open. Mm -hmm. Because they have a restaurant there. Uh, yeah. And then the plan after that is we're going out for the blue and black night ride. So, it should be should be a, a good, good night, Saturday night. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, if my stuff's still together, we're going to wheel Sunday a little bit, but I'm leaving probably midday Sunday to or towards, uh, like, basically I want to get home before 8, 9 o'clock. Well, so, does that mean that we're all leaving on Sunday? Um. Maybe. It doesn't mean that everyone has to leave on Sunday. It just means that I am planning on leaving well, I, Sunday. I, I meant, like, do, do we have the cabins until Sunday or Monday? I think we have the cabin until Sunday night. Gotcha. Um, and part of that is because the other group that we're renting the cabin with, we got the biggest cabin they have, but there's going to be, like, roughly 10 people sleeping in it. Um, yeah. They're out of Pennsylvania, so they want to go home and have Monday to relax, and some of them have to go back to work on Monday morning. Gotcha. Um, and that's why we're doing that the way we're doing it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, how long of a drive do you have, Luke? I don't think I've heard. Seven hours. Seven and a half hours. Oh, that ain't bad. No, I'm leaving Friday morning at 4 a.m. Yeah, so that'll so. push you right around lunchtime or so. Yep, that's the plan. And that gives me plenty of time, hopefully, because I've got to swap a 60 shaft. Um, <laughs> or I might be able to wire up my hellas and drill the hellas in, uh, just so that way I'll have some stuff for night wheeling. Uh, Fucking 
tape a couple phones to your wheel wells. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, I was almost debating going down to like fucking Walmart or Vanced and just picking up some of those LED cubes and running them with some really ghetto wiring. <laughs> I mean, you to... can always do under cabinet lighting. There's some LED they're pretty cheap yeah um i just you know i'm thinking about it i'm tempted to make up a tab that's gonna basically go underneath the uh actually i feel like it's probably gonna get crushed now that i think about it um but i was thinking maybe make a tab like at an angle for mounting them to the legs that support my sliders that would definitely get crushed. Yeah, I, I thought about it for more than a half second and realized it wasn't a great idea. Um, surprised it took that long, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Down the road, once I go full hydro, um, I really want to make brackets and run a pair of pods on top of the high steer arms. So that way, wherever the wheels are pointed, I can have some light shine down in like a flood pattern just to I've make it easier always, to see. I've always been a huge fan of that idea. Yep. Um, and then another thing that I'm going to try and get done is I'm going to try and saws all my doors off there. I ran out of time for that today and out of saws all blades. <laughs> so I've got one of them that's half done. But I'm bringing the fucking saws all, and I'm going to pick up some more blades, and the cabins should have external power. So, my doors are coming off. Fuck it. So, how nice are the cabins? Like, do, obviously, they would have electricity and everything, but, like, do they have full kitchens and all that bullshit? Uh, yeah, full kitchen, uh, two bathrooms, um... I think there's four bedrooms with two beds per bedroom, and then you can get cots from them. Cool. Or bring an air mattress. So I'm going to bring up an air mattress. Um, they've got power as well. So they're pretty well set up. No, but that's sweet, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm wickedly excited about it because it's going to be a nice change compared to Roush. And I think that right now I know that we have a group of a minimum two, three, four, five, seven, nine rigs at a minimum. So... I think there is a possibility as well that we might be splitting off into two different groups um, just to because there's going to be people that want to go and do some of the harder stuff. And then there are people that are bringing uh, 35s or 37s on a Dana 30. So they're not going to be wanting to go and play on the rev limiter stuff. That makes sense. Um. I'm bringing my bad driving and a uh, spare fuel pump. Well, it's a good thing that you never have to worry about leaving your bad driving at home. No, it, it <laughs> definitely, um, it appears 
I am a little bit sad, though, because it does appear that I'm not going to actually be able to uh, go fast here, which is actually deeply saddening to me. Why, Why can't you go fast? Uh, looks like a lot of the trails are much more narrow and tight-knit than Roush. Lame. Yeah, but, I mean, the trails look fucking amazing, Crazy. Though. Yeah, there's some and, gnarly stuff. And it looks like they had a really good washout, like, just this past week. Where'd you see that? Uh, Facebook. I, I don't remember the guy's name. I think it's James. Uh, he posted a bunch of pictures saying that it was Good Evening Rand. And he, uh, the pictures looked like that the trails were awesome. And uh, like a day or two before I saw a post from him about it, I saw someone on an uh, ATV slash side-by-side page that I'm on uh, say that they were at Good Evening Ranch during a downpour. And like, there was running water over all the rocks and everything that I ended up seeing pictures of Jeeps on just a few days later. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so it's going to be raining Wednesday into Thursday at good evening. Yeah. Um, we're showing up Thursday night and Saturday, or we're wheeling Friday, Saturday, and then it's going to start raining Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be a sloppy shit show with Southern Wheeling style, boys. <laughs> Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm bringing my rain hat. Um, I'm bringing an extra heavy clutch foot. Oh, boy. <laughs> eh, eh, you know, it's, it's just needed, Cody. You got to make sure that you're popping clutches correctly these days. Alrighty, I'm back. I'm sorry, I probably just totally interjected, but here I am. Oh, no, welcome back. Uh, hope you got your trailer situation figured out. Uh, no, but I'm gonna do some more calls and figure out what exactly we're doing. But, uh, we'll have a trailer, I think. It just will depend on... I don't know how reliable said trailer is going to be, but we'll That's find cool. out. Um, so I was just talking... Or we were just talking about Good Evening and the trails and the itinerary for what the plans are and everything. Nice. Yeah. Well, the, the plan is we have no plan, and uh, oh, we yeah. actually have a fairly structured plan this time. We I do. said, according to Luke, there's a plan. Oh, we'd like. Yeah. Do we do we sign uh, autographs till twelve, and then? Uh... <laughs> You're such <No>. a dick. <laughs> Listen, anyone wants my fucking raggedy ass signature, I will happily sign whatever they want. A sticker. You have to sign a sticker with your raggedy ass again. Uh, those stickers are I not will... signable. Maybe. No, but you do I have will... to sign. I will bring a paint pen to sign whatever I want. I have to sign the waiver. <laughs> and you're going to have to sign my Jeep's roof. Okay. Damn, stealing a fucking thing out of my book, huh, Luke? Little shit. Like Why are you signing people's roofs? What the fuck? No, like any of the homies or people who have worked on my Jeep. They oh, sign my roof. Sign, well, I haven't signed your fucking roof. 
Well, one was oh you you did my gears. Well, bitch, bring a bring a sharpie over. All yours. No, you come to me. I'm not going to you. Well, if we get this whole you know ship to ship thing going, then it would be super easy. Which yeah, well, uh, maybe someday. Maybe maybe. But we the guy did finally respond. How weird is this? So we're looking for a shop. Uh, me, my brother in law, and Buckley are looking to rent a shop. Found one four bay. With uh, the loft area up top, nine fifty. Not the fuck at all. No, not bad at all. Ten minutes away from Marvell's house. Kicker is, can't work in it weekdays nine to five because there's a uh, an all state next door. Or whatever we can work it, we just can't make like excessive noise. Um, but you can't have you can't store vehicles That's in a garage. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. And I like I Marvel texted guy. He's like, it's a garage. What do you What do you mean you can't have vehicles in it? He's like, well, at the moment, insurance won't cover that. He's like, but I'm working on it. We're like, oh, okay. This explains why it's only nine fifty. But yeah, and then they, they do that all the guy. time. Like it's oh, you always see those great shops. There'll be a decent price, and it's like no automotive. You're like, all right, I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, it's fine. Um, yeah. But so like like. What do you mean you can't store a vehicle? At least oh, yeah. you, normal place you can store a vehicle. You can't even do that in this place. It's fucking weird. But so that might also just be them covering their ass. It might be one of those things where, like, because the shop that we had way back in the day in Naugatuck on the lease, it said you couldn't store a vehicle in there. Yeah. But we stored vehicles in there all the time and the owner knew about it and he was totally cool with it. It just said it on the lease. So that way, if there ever was any fire damage or anything, it fell onto us to get the vehicles insured and gotcha. any damages like that. We couldn't go after the landlord about oh, well, that makes sense because they technically weren't supposed to be there. Yep. But the entire time that we had the shop down in Augustuck, I think except for the first fucking week, there was always a vehicle in the shop. Yeah, there was. Uh, after I bought the JK, there was. Yeah, well, the. Uh, Man, I no, missed before that your JK. JK. Before your JK, my 96 was down there way before the JK. How did we get the 96 down there? <laughs> Using a fucking tow dolly in my Dodge. Forgot about that. Fuck, that was a while ago. That that was a fucking sketchy ride. Yeah, it was. Um. Anywho. So, yeah. That's that's kind of like a standard thing. Uh, there's even like storage units that are available for rent down here that I am seriously considering. Um, picking one up, but they say no automotive, but they have 210 garage doors and workbenches already in there. Yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> like, uh-huh, it's a storage unit, all right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying now. So that's... That's the way that that works a lot of the time, and some of it's down, or that's the way I've seen it down here, and I've had to deal with it in New England. Uh, the shop that I was renting from Rich, uh, the landlord, not Richie, um, in Terryville was storage as well. 
Mm, ah, yep. yep. It wasn't actually a shop. It was storage for the vehicles. So. Yeah. But you couldn't store vehicles in there. Uh, no, that was the other shop. Oh, that gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Dog and Hook. Yeah. Uh, Justin was who had that shop originally. Super nice guy. Um, yeah. Shame he sold that house. That fucking sucks. I, I, I was... still miss that shop. Yeah, that shop was titties. Um, what was so nice about it? It had a lift. Had a lift. Mm. Lifts are really not that bad to buy, like, a used one. No, nah, they're pretty cheap. Like, you can I know. find people getting rid of them, basically. The, the shop already had the lift. We were only paying, like, what, three to $400 a month with everything? Bucks a month with electricity included. That's wow. Ridiculous. And yeah. insane. Uh, although it was, like, what, a 40-minute drive for us? Yep. It was economically... From, home, from work, it was, like, only 15, 20 minutes or so. So yep. it wasn't that bad of a drive. And there was a few times that we ended up having to hike down the hill to get food or to get uh, parts or something. Like, although although we were at the top of a very large hill, it was still a walkable distance to get food, to get parts or whatever, if we had to. Advanced oh. Auto was a mile and a half away. It's just wow. we had to go up a big-ass hill on the way back. <laughs> it sucked, but, like... It was I doable. Will, I will say, having a parts store close by is uh, underrated. I We do not have one in Beverly that's very close by during the weekend, which uh, sucks. And and the neighbors were f super nice, too. That's always a plus. Yeah. The, they, there was a there was a few times I asked a neighbor to bring me down to the parts store just so I didn't have to fucking walk. That's crazy. Graham's neighbor continues his addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Depends uh, how good is, how good is your neighbor? He offering you bogeys. <laughs> Wait, do they take your bogeys or do they offer you cigarettes? What's the? Oh, they take them. Ah, uh, but they're offering them to you. Yeah. Wait. So when do you buy cigarettes? I don't. I just bum it off those stupid toe guys, unfortunately. They don't know. That we're all doing pretty good. I don't think any of them have... None of them really smoke anymore, so... Um, yeah, it's... They've been better. They just <laughs> grab the boring, uh, the boring vapes. Um, oh, you know, the, the Massachusetts-approved uh, flavorless flavors. Oh, God. Speaking of, uh, do you want me to pick anything up on the way? Nah. We'll okay. be in West Virginia. We can always buy whatever we need. Yep. Oh, speaking of, am I allowed to smoke in your vehicle, Graham? Uh, with the window down, sure. Okay. I have my vape and everything, but I still like to have a cigarette every like three, four hours at least. You know. Mm -hmm. You just have to. You just have to stop to let the dog out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, Dog needs a cigarette. Time to put on. <laughs> I, I was uh, actually talking to Jess about it last night, and she's like, "So, what? Are you guys going to be stopping all the times just so you can have a cigarette?" I'm like, "Oh, 
I never asked Graham. No, I'm I'm not overly anal about that. Uh, just window open, you're fine. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair and reasonable, I'd say, in yeah. my mind. I don't know. I'm not. Whatever. It's a work truck. Like uh, my old truck. Like uh, I don't know. Everybody's always always upset that you know about the smell and shit. My old truck, the GMC. When I got it, that thing fucking reeked. And we cleaned that thing up, and it's so... It, it was actually, like, a fairly decent-smelling vehicle, all things considered, by the end. Like, where it was bad when I got it. It smelled oh, like uh, a fucking ashtray. Uh, you know, it's it's just, like, stupid little shit, and you can you can keep it. My, my policy, Graham, is if I'm getting into the vehicle of someone that does not smoke cigarettes, I always ask. Yeah. No, it's never been a problem for me. I've never... I've never cared too much and with the window open and like a little bit of courtesy and you're all set i don't care you're good yeah um well then that they'll just make the trip that much faster all right instead of uh ashtray conversation um <laughs> let's move on here um where luke you done with your shit yeah i got some my, my shit i can cover yeah cover it big boy all righty uh well, my leaf springs are still not under the Jeep. Uh, as you all have probably heard, I don't have a trailer lined up yet, but we're working on that. I have a couple numbers to call. One called me. Um, uh, his trailer has apparently got one with suspicious grease in one of the bearings uh, that happened out of nowhere. These are brand new trailers. These people pay how much for these trailers and... I don't know. I mean, actually, he uses, <laughs> JB uses that one plenty. Uh, so, yeah, that's not yeah, a single uh, place one. Yeah, his, his single yeah. one. Uh, he drives that thing to, to haul his tractor up to Maine, I think he does. So mm-hmm. it, it gets pretty well used, but like, it's a brand new trailer. Like, there's no rust on that thing. It's And it's already having bearing problems? I don't know. Maybe it's I have like a, a question. Uh, why not just use his two place? Uh, I talked about that. There's a potential, but he's leaving very early on Thursday. So, uh, well, I'm just thinking out loud here. If you could get your rig over there on Wednesday, just take the truck down. I mean, I I might be able to, but I'm also not sure. It's going to depend on how far I get tonight when I get down there. I'm not going to argue with that. The work that you're doing looks fucking phenomenal. Not to spoil the story, but. Oh, it's fine. I, I I was about to jump into that. Um, yeah. So basically, if anybody like even partially follows my Jeep and what's been going on with it, uh, I built some hackety ass fucking rinky dink rear stretch brackets for it, and they didn't work that well. They worked for a little bit, um, but they ripped the entire factory leaf shackle box off <laughs> of <laughs> my. Cherokee like basically completely off on one side and the other side was not much better uh, it was only better because it was a little less rusty on that side the side they broke completely off as I found out after I pulled all that shit off had a big chunk of rot right on the bottom of the frame rail under the stiffener so I cut a chunk of stiffener off it actually worked out I could slide the I got the Iron Man um, stretch brackets which I pushed further back than they would have normally wanted them, because the stiffeners sort of get in the way too, so I sort of needed to to move it back anyways, because it doesn't, it wouldn't fit over the stiffener 
I think he makes them if you ask him to, to fit around a stiffener, but uh, I, I didn't. So, and it actually does fit around a stiffener that only hits on one side. I didn't have a problem. I just had to clearance a few things. Um, so I got that in. That'll fix up the, you know, it'll encapsulate the rot on that side for now. Uh, I'm not super concerned about it. I cut a bunch of shit out of it. That was bad. I'll finish plating it up once I get it all back on the ground. I got some tubes to keep it connected to the uh, the slider, which will be great. I was actually... I've been looking for a way to put something there for years. Well, since I first did it, I wanted something connected back there. And I just never had it. Um, so now I've got something in the back holding that all together. Um, the front bit, I have... I've always had these HD off-road... Uh, no lift shackle brackets, which basically lets you, it's not like your traditional, um, shackle relocation, which drops down from that hole. It actually, you cut out the factory mount and you put this in and then the shackle goes in one of like six or you know, probably eight holes. So you got a bunch of options as far as height and distance and where you want it to get it all lined up. And when I did the stretch initially with my rinkety dink bracket, it, um, I, I couldn't get it to work in any hole but the furthest back hole, um, which is the factory uh, mounting hole that you're not supposed to use for this lift bracket because the hole is uh, not, it's not the right size. It's actually larger than the bolt, so there's plenty of space for it to move. And the only thing holding it in place was the sheet metal that the welded nut on the inside was welded to. So that didn't last worth shit, and I had slider boxes on my shackle basically for, uh, since, probably since Tennessee. I bet you they broke pretty quickly. Um, so that was no good. I knew I was going to have to cut all that out and redo it. I was concerned I was going to have to make a bracket and like weld it to the back of my bumper to get it as far back as I needed it. But I just, um, and Jacob actually came up with this. I can't take much credit for it because I was going to do it a stupid way. And he was like, why don't you just take these and flip them? And I was like, no, that's stupid. And of course, I'm working on it over uh, Sunday and yesterday. And I was like, shit, well, that's actually not a bad idea. And it'll be way faster. So I ended up taking that. I shifted the bracket back probably two inches and flipped it. So overall, I should still have um, you know, the five-inch movement I got in the front in the back now as well that was the other problem is I couldn't shift it back more than two inches so I had a five inch stretch in the front but the back was only shifted back two inches not the five which caused all sorts of funkiness with the leafs being under compression I guarantee you that's why I broke the traction bar probably why I broke that leaf pin um, <laughs> and that's probably why it started ripping the unibody apart at a really quick rate like Nothing in there was, was, it was, there was just so much force getting pushed against it and nowhere for anything to go. So it just started breaking things. So I'm hoping with everything in today, when I go and bolt those brackets in, because literally all they have to do is bolt in. They bolt right into the D pillar, the internal D pillar I've got um, through the floor, uh, which is good yep. because the rear unibody is like ripping off. There's like uh, the back of the back piece unibody and the floor is barely attached to the actual frame rails. Fortunately, they're not structural. They're not, I mean, they are, but they're not. Nothing important is attached to them. So I'm not concerned about it. Everything is attached to tube in some way, shape, or form in the back there. 
Um, so yeah, I should just be able to bolt these in. They'll be strong. Uh, sandwich between the sheet metal and the floor and the D pillar. I might try to throw a weld here and there to see if I can connect that all a little better, but I don't think it needs it. I think it's been plenty good. Um, famous last words, but uh, if they were going to rip off, they would have ripped off with the other setup. So, um, yeah, yeah, the rear end of mine's all fucked up as well. I was looking at it today. The gas tank area is rotting out, shockingly. Mm. Oh, they all do. Yeah. Mint. Yeah, it's great. But you know, the rear bumper's tied into the tube work and that I trust far more than the fucking unibody. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. My it, every time I look at the rear section, and I really haven't, like this is the first time I've actually sat down and I've been like, let's build something nice for the back of this Jeep. Uh other than the rear bumper, which I love, but I was, I'm trying to not cut it up. I like, I might have to, to clear the shackles. I really don't want to have to notch that like bottom tube. Um, but I've never, other than that, I haven't really touched anything in the back. It just sort of been what it is. Uh, and I'm looking at it now and it all needs to go at some point. Like it's, it's reaching its shelf life. The back is rotting underneath the stiffeners on that driver's side. Uh, the stiffeners are doing completely fine and holding all of the weight, which is as it should be. Um, but the, that very back corner has always been kind of a problem and it got crunched pretty good and it was filled with water and shit. So it's, and of course that's like the foot and a half that I didn't get to look at. Um, when I did the whole front section and played at the top of those and did all that work is that I just missed it. It's right there, but I didn't work on it and now it's now it's gone. So is what it is. But yeah, it probably needs needs tube or you know, a a back half or something at some point. We'll see what happens. This'll do me for now. I don't know wanna I don't wanna change it up a ridiculous amount within the next probably next year. I probably I don't want to work on it this winter. I do, but I don't want to do like I'm not doing coils this winter or coilovers this winter. That's not happening. So lame. You pay Again, for it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to and like have it together for a winter and work on something else. I'd like to, uh, you know, do something. Well, I mean, I've got to do the you know the swap on my truck. Uh, I've got to figure that out. Um, I would like to actually do some work on the J20 that isn't just maintenance. I think that'd be fun. Uh, other than like cut off the ugly snowplow bumper, which I actually want to put back together because it's almost snow season and I still have a plow, and uh, it's super fun to plow with it because it's so old and dinky. So, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I want to enjoy something other than uh, the Jeep for one winter at least. Every winter, I feel like I'm doing some massive project and it always stresses me out. So, change it up. Have something else stress me out. Fair enough. Good answer. I mean, your Jeep seems like it's working if it stays together. Um, I gotta figure out on trying to keep mine together at this point. I just... I keep running in circles on that, so... Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, a constant whack-a-mole. Oh, I almost forgot the best part. Bot rock lights. Those came in today. 
I'm going to try and sneak those in sometime tonight or tomorrow. I want It's got to be on its own weight. I still have to fix uh, an air bump can, but once all that's done, I've got that stupid PRP wheel that's been burning a hole in my pocket, uh, waiting to be welded in, and uh, and these DCS lights that I got um, that I'm pretty pumped to put in, even though it's just a stupid rock light. I don't know why I'm so excited, but it's just uh, a little shit. Hey, worst comes to worst, save it to do down at the ranch. It seems like there's going to be quite a bit of light installs going on. Yeah, I'd like to not have to do that. That just saves... I, I'd rather Luke... I'd rather help Luke and have Luke be stressing out about not uh, having something done. I'd rather stress out before we drive there and be like, yes, my Jeep's driving... or towing oh. my Jeep down or driving down, whatever the fuck we end up doing, uh, and sorting it all out, and uh, then I can help Luke fix his Jeep. When, Thank you when for I get reminding there. me. I have to call Riley's tomorrow. Fuck. Why? <sighs> um, I need to pick up a set of Spicer. Uh, what are they? Fourteen eighties or the five fifty three axes? Because mm. I don't have them. I have one, but I don't have um, I don't have clips for it. If you got spare right. clips, I can bring it. I'm just gonna pick up two new ones. Okay. Uh, you still want me to bring those shafts? Reminding. Yeah. And those same. I'm counting on those because I thought I had cracked the other one through, but it looks like it just ate a rock or something, and that crack line that was there is—I don't think it's actually through the ear because when I rotated it by hand, I can't see it through. Mm -hmm. But the driver's side long side shaft is primed and ready to explode but, so i would like to have a the ability to put something together to get it back up and running um and i'm also going to pick up some what are they the 14 millimeter fine thread studs for that other unit bearing because i'm bringing the other unit bearing with me as well mm. Um, I was gonna. I might have a bunch stuff. of. Sp you're using the fine thread lug nuts, right? Yep. Okay. Well, I have some coarse thread lug nuts. I can try and round up a couple of them. Uh, I should have like a full set because my Jeep used to use them, and I don't think it does anymore. Um, so I should have a bunch. I think they're all in the shop. I'll try to gather them up tonight. I was just gonna pick up the uh, fucking correct ones, so that way, if I have to swap in another unit bearing, I'm not like one wheel specific lug nuts oh that's no big deal but it's I, not a i can deal, bring them if you'd like them just in case unless you yeah, want to swap the studs. uh i think it's always you know handy if somebody doesn't have your fucking stud style uh because as far as i understand the i don't know it's like a crapshoot whether you get the the fine thread or the, the coarse thread i i, I don't know so I'll bring you some lug nuts. It's Ford being Ford. Yeah. And then, like, I didn't think it was on the 05s. I thought they all used fine thread. And uh, they don't. It uses coarse thread. Or at least mine did. So. That's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was an 04 down thing. Apparently not. I don't mind it. Less dugga duggas to turn it all the way on. Uh, probably a little less strong, technically. Yeah, I don't know that answer. That'd be a machinist question. I think technically, so, 
yes, it's not as strong because the coarse thread goes deeper into the actual body, right? Actually, fine threads are technically for adjustment. Coarse threads are for holding. So if you have mm. a coarse thread bolt, even though the threads are cut deeper, it's more likely to hold a load-bearing weight better. That's interesting because you always see the... Are you sure about that? I mean, all the... You think like... He's right, Graham. Okay, I don't know. I'm just an IT guy. Um, <laughs> the because no. they always give you the coarse th or the fine thread shit with um with any link kit you buy. If you buy a, yep. a, a suspension link kit with bolts and everything, always fine thread. Usually a nylock too, and that's normal. But the oh. interesting that you say that about the load bearing purpose, but then it's a fine thread bolt with all of these suspension high intensity like they're gonna see impact bolts so the majority of the bolts that are in um what kills them is eventually loosening up mm. and when they loosen up they like to go bang fine thread is less likely to loosen up ah. but coarse thread has more surface area of engagement per tooth due to the mating of the thread depth if that makes sense, and it gets sort of, really, I, like... I can see, I guess I can see it either way. I mean, generally you think of, uh, you know, like if you're trying to dissipate heat, um, right, finer is better because you get more surface area. But I can see how that, I can see how maybe a coarse thread would would have slightly more in a bolt scenario. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that was settled forever ago and the industry standard is for load bearing stuff uh, generally it will be a coarse thread at least according to the machinist handbook and my experiences of working on presses uh, and advanced or like I guess advanced tooling because some of the stuff I've worked on has been for like gas direct injection and whatnot. Um you run course for that and then for stuff where it is being held in place like up against the shim stack that's almost always a fine thread or similar hmm. um and i think part of that when you boil it down a lot the depth of the thread right like uh, on a coarse thread, it's deeper, so you get more resistance to pulling apart. Mm. Yeah, that makes Whereas sense. Whereas it's easier to rip out, like, so just hypothetically, if we're talking a 916th uh, bolt, the thread depth that you would cut on a 916th 18 versus a 916th 12 is about 40 thousandths total difference uh, due to the drill size. So there's more depth in the course. But yeah, I feel like we're getting way into the weeds on something that actually doesn't fucking matter for what we do. Yeah, it's still kind of cool. I mean, even if it doesn't like really matter, I mean, uh, kind of interesting to know. I didn't know that. Um, and then I suppose since we're on the topic of adjustment and everything, I've been looking at solutions for my rear link problems, and I think I found something that I like. Hydraulic uh, cylinders. No. <laughs> um, the Enduro joints from Barnes. 
I think that I'm going to get them in the same thread pattern as Johnny joints. The Enduro or, joints are those rubber ones. It's a, it's like the form factor of a Johnny joint, but it's rubber. No, they're like a rebuildable Heim. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I know what you're talking about. I think I'm going to run those on top of my axle uh, when I get to that this winter. Mm -hmm. So that's correcting my rear pinion angle as a job that I have slated for this winter. Just because I do... Isn't that as, as easy as just turning your tubes? Um... So, technically, yes, I have to disconnect the brake lines to do that and reroute everything. So, I was going to pull the rear brake lines off, uh, cut a slot to make it so that I can actually get them apart. Oh, that's right. I forgot I put your brake lines up there. Yep. Shoot. And then, uh, while I'm going to have the link mounts out, my thought was that if everything in there is now inch and a quarter thread, why are there two seven-eighths joints in there? Why not just make them also one and a quarter? But a Johnny joint is not ideal because they are being mounted sideways and the body will actually contact... So I was going to use either Himes or those Enduro joints, and the Enduro joints last longer, supposedly, but they also have a longer uh, shank on them, so they're easier to adjust. Hmm. Yeah, and then you you don't have as much... Uh, uh, you have all the engagement, but you still have all the adjustment. Yeah. Yep. I got to do a couple of those on mine. I wish I had more... I wish I had. Uh, I'm sure it's fine, but you know the perfectionist in me is uh, not happy with some of the Heim stick out. I mean, ideally you'd have very little, and I've got a decent amount on a couple of my Heims, uh, and I'd rather not blow anything up or rip something out. So at some point, I'll probably go in and uh, maybe grab some of the Barnes Johnny joints. I don't know how those compare versus the uh, the Clayton ones, though. I don't know if there's a difference or if they're all made in the same place. But I've had really good luck with the uh, the Claytons, so I've been sticking to those. Literally only one. I only one die. I give them credit. They're yep. really fucking quiet. The Barnes ones? No, you uh, the Curry Johnny joints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It is Curry. I forgot. Yeah, I've, I've never had an issue with them. Uh... And like, just you don't, don't even need like to grease them. them that much. Like you grease them once, and they're basically good for multiple years. I don't like them mounted sideways. Um, yeah, they don't I can see that. Feel well with a side loading, like what I'm putting on the other Himes. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is something that I do want to correct in the future. But you know, I can sit here and talk about the future. I'm more focused on going wheeling right now. True. It's be great. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. I'm uh, the property just looks sweet, and I think uh, yeah, you know the pictures recently that have been popping up on my Facebook of like the aerial shots of the place. It's like shit. I'm going there. I've heard so much about it. Another thing that I'm really excited for is that like this is going to end up being kind of my um season closer if you will because i believe that the trail trash boys are going to be pumping the brakes after this 
they've got a ride to Choco while we're at Good Evening. Oh, hey. And then, oh, it's fine. But it gives me some time to catch up on stuff that I have needed to do for a while. And Isn't it, it like will... wheeling season down there? It's going to be wheeling season. Um, it's more wheeling season out west right now because it's gotten cooler. Mm. Yeah, it's... Don't get me wrong, the winter here is a great time to go wheeling, but it seems like a lot of people are going to be pumping the brakes and doing other stuff. So if that's the case, I might as well go through and fix some of my minor issues that I have going on. Minor right. issues. Like the unibody ripping itself apart, uh, the rear links not being exactly happy. Just minor stuff, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm hoping mine stays together because we still got a few more trips before uh, things sort of die out. I think. Yeah, we have a we have a uh, we a get that thing in, trip. end of October, and then I've caught wind of a couple other things that um, may or may not be happening. So I'm trying to keep my shit ready for then. Um, I'd, I'd say what it is, but it's not my event to run. I don't know if they've they've publicly announced it, so I'm not going to say anything. Um, oh, are you? Oh, never mind. What? I thought it was something else. I'm stupid. Don't no, worry about me. I don't me. think it is. Yeah, I, 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 it's really probably something stupid. But you know, I was invited to it, and I don't, I don't know if it's a public thing, so I'm not going to say it. Um, oh, fancy, but, fancy. Yeah, I mean, it's probably I'm fine. Like I, said, I get I just, personally you know, invited to fancy things. Uh. Well, no, it's just because I'm more <laughs> local. I'm more local to the spot, so you know it's, it makes sense for them oh, to Jericho. shoot me. Right, so, no, uh, stop guessing. Uh, oh, I know exactly the name. Uh, oh, the okay, new one. okay, yeah, new one. Yeah, um, uh, no, it's not a new one, but it's fine. Uh, we're gonna oh, move on that from one. that. Yeah, that it's one. That it's one. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know which one it is. It's one of them. Got it. It's yeah. one of them. Yeah, I don't know. So it it that. I, like I said, I think that'll be fine. Uh, I think it'll be something they announce if they haven't already. But again, uh, Jesus Christ, we can't just move on from a topic here. No, nope. uh, now I'm curious. Yeah, you I know. The cat's out. I'll of tell that. you after. I just don't want it to be like something on the podcast because I don't think that's. It's oh, not you don't trust my thing. leaping skills? Jeez. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, anyways, I don't. I don't no. think my season will be done. After good evening, I think we still got more to do. I, I kind of want to do some winter wheeling if I'm not going to work on my shit. Like, I haven't done any off like winter off roading in two years at least. It's been a couple do years. Do a snow run at my place. I would love to do a snow oh, run. God, that'd be fun Your as well. Your place sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'd rather shit in a bag and suck on it than go to your place. Wheel. It's just all downhills. It's like, oh, oh I'm sliding. Oh, Bye, everybody. <laughs> I had Listen, fun. You say Someone that we did, will be dumb enough to. We did that uh, battlegrounds actually, run in the snow, and that's like uphills and downhills. Actually, we did okay. Sure. Yeah, that's those true. Those were like the only fun parts. And then we, when Gremlin Graveyard was still a thing, we'd go when it was snowy, and that was fun. Or we went a couple times, I think, when it was kind of snowy out. No, I, I I was really considering um actually doing a snow run at my place this winter. Yeah, I'd be down. Be Assuming cool. my stuff stays together and doesn't catastrophically explode, but it shouldn't. We should be fine. So, as someone that has wheeled there after a fresh twelve inches of powder is hit, that place is wild to wheel in the winter. Oh, I mean, I can already barely get traction in some of the places. Uh, 
in the summer. So, I'm you sure know what's funny though? First time I ever made Devil's Den at Kish's place. Winter time. That's it's like foot and a half of snow on the ground. Wide open in Ducky, just like slim. That, no, that obstacle makes zero sense. Because half the time it'll deny like straight buggies <laughs> on red labels on a good day. And then oh, other times it'll just be like. Cricket. Yeah, exactly. And then other times my dumbass can take my. What is that back when I was on 37s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when I just walked through it, like, wait a minute, I just. What? Like, I was expecting to sit on that ledge and just fucking slam on it and get denied. And instead, I yeah, popped well, right up it. Ever since uh, a certain someone's buggy on 43s went through, um, it's not quite like that anymore. Who went through on 43s? Doesn't hmm. Miguel's rig have 43s? 42s, yeah. Oh. Either way, forty threes. No, the SXs are, are in forty three. I don't think those are forty two. Yeah, those are forty threes. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the, it's the red labels that come in forty two. My apologies. Yep. Yep. Then they come in thirty nine. So they're all fucked up over there. Well, yeah. good rich. <laughs> it seems like ever since Miguel's rig went through there, fucking a lot more people have been having a lot more issues than normal. Yeah, but I think Holy. I went through it after it. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. You yeah, when there were that... still rocks in the hole. Sorry. You remember the first run I did on the Nittos at Kish's place where we just walked that in like three inches of snow? Yes, because Caitlin's Jeep was there. I do remember that. That mm-hmm. was wild. I don't know how that happened because the creek was flowing. There was like three inches of snow, ice, and brand new Nittos just walked it. And then that was that. It was... That's the only time I've ever walked it in my Jeep. Very odd. But when I, uh, when I get back from Good Evening, that tree that everyone always bounces off of, I think is coming down. Why are you cutting it you out? Should... That's half the fun. Yeah, that, that makes that obstacle. If you let everyone I... hook to the left... The, the tree on the left. Yeah, if you let everyone hook left, it's going to be a lot easier. Leave the tree. Keep it hard. I, I've had a lot of people tell me to cut down the tree. Why? I don't we'll know. It. We'll look at it on the winter run. Yeah, that that that's what we'll do. We'll 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 decide we'll the tree decision there this winter. Uh, I I agree with Luke. It should stay because it makes that obstacle harder. But if I look at it and like maybe it wouldn't make that obstacle harder. Maybe it, maybe it would actually make it more difficult than uh than maybe we de- take it out. But I'm in Earth. I'm in I'm in team keep tree. I'm in T. Get the fuck it. Get that tree out of there like 10 years ago. Listen here, buddy. <laughs> you don't even have tires big enough to get in there. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. made it in there with 35s. I didn't take that line, but. Oh, well, yeah, I get in there and I go out to the right too, Grant. What do you. That what? was like also fucking years ago now. <laughs> and I still had to get yanked out. Was I didn't even make that. Ago. I forgot. I, you ducky had to yank me out of it. <laughs> Yeah, so fuck you, Graham. Uh, it's okay, I'll yank you out. You can be the little elephant. <laughs> I, I, uh, I still remember how much you were tweaking, Graham, about fucking destroying your fender. That's still destroyed. I still look at that spot all the time. 
It's all fucked up. Oh, man. I got mad while I was working on the Jeep today, and I pulled my fenders out. <laughs> so they're oh, actually, no. like, not crushed in for all of five Oh, minutes. nice. Yeah. They're still zip-tied on, but... Oh, that reminds me. I gotta, I gotta trim mine a little more. They rub a tiny bit at full stuff, and I'd like to trim that down. And I'd like to clean up the cuts, because they look horrible. But... So... You know, I think that we're starting to slow down a little bit, so I've got a couple final thoughts. If anyone else has some, feel free to share. Uh, Go real ahead, Luke. I think I'm good. Okay. So this is coming out as we are going to good evening, most likely, uh, assuming everything works like it should. You know, we're working on that, so my goal is to hopefully have it uploaded Wednesday to auto- uh, go out on Thursday at 7 a.m. or whenever because we're not going to be paying attention or here um, for the people that are going to good evening. If you are going to good evening and you hear this, come by Barry. And if you come by the rig, we will hopefully have stickers for you. At the very least, say hi. Let us know you listen to the podcast. And, you know, you'll get a special treat. I was yeah, just about to say, Richie will sign your ass. Hand job around. Richie will sign your ass, and I'll have moonshine. So I'll give you a L shot. Listen, if someone wants me to sign their hairy ass, I'll do it. Oh, <laughs> no. Don't commit to that, dude. Don't do that. Somebody's going to make you do that now, and I hate that for you. I will fucking do it. Oh, God. Are I you will... sure you want to hold that standard, Richie? I, I'm saying right this is now. Richie's first wheeling trip. Yes. Like, how long? That I will fucking do it. Uh, was that this is his first official wheeling trip in a long time. I say it's been your first wheeling trip since we like did the podcast. No, that's not true. No, he's gone on wheeling trips since then. Oh, okay, nope. yeah, the little ones, yeah, yeah. No, so, so my last wheeling trip was badlands last year oh that's right that's right i forgot about that one because oh no not not counting uh the run that i ended up just driving my truck up to my belt and hiked up the mountain mm. not counting that yep but uh yeah because no one showed up for the fucking at my house. Yeah, say it again. Say it with your chest, Richie. I wasn't there, right? Yeah, I'm a nobody, you bitch. That's fucked up. It's, it's nothing against you, Cody. I love you. That's that's fucked Cody up. Cody also has that. the easiest drive, and I think my Jeep was broken or something. Are you shitting well, me? I have the easiest drive. Oh, this Co guy. Who is this Cody? Guy? Cody. It's three fair, hours to Richie's house from my place. Run. You you also didn't run a rig. Oh, I see how it is. To be fair, yeah, no, you no, guys are a bunch of nitpicking Nancys over here. You just it, go with your lawn chair uh, and and and. It was I intended more than you did, Graham. Yeah, well, it was the other Cody on Saturday, and then it was Mark on Sunday. That was it. So my buddy just texted me. Um, I'm going to have a Bluetooth speaker that's actually pretty kick-ass, so we're going to be blasting trap music for the night runs. It's going to be great. 
Like, you don't even know trap music. What even, I was going to say, what the fuck even, um, like, what, I, and this has been a question, and this is totally not podcast related, but what the fuck is trap music? Like, trap music is rap music with, like, unsigned artist or, uh, like, unprofessional, um, Okay, so it's like much. SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud yeah, rappers. Okay. Generally, it's pretty aggressive with a decent bit of bass to it. I'm also going to be blasting. Uh, I don't have probably... speakers, so I'm not going to be blasting anything. I'm just going to be sitting in silence, crying. But it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you're going to have I working rock you. lights. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> That's to be seen. Uh, uh, we we shall see. I might also be blasting Romanian funk. So you know. Oh my god. The options are very, very Romanian. wide open. Oh, <laughs> that when is... the fuck did you start listening just, to that? Just smile and nod, Cody. Seriously. What the fuck? I'm about to, I'm gonna add a little explurp of Romanian funk into this. <laughs> there you um, go. What did you guys right. think of Romanian funk? <laughs> I thought it was terrible. I, I haven't even heard it. I, well, I can't have. Like, where's my? I can't make an impression. We didn't have it, Cody. Anyways, um, jeez. Oh, yeah, keep your Romanian funk in your pants. Bring your rig to Richie's house. Don't let your unibodies rot apart. Wow, that was uh, that was a terrible ending. So thank you guys very much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. If you can go back, check out some of the old ones that you haven't listened to yet, and stay in store for the next few. Please like and subscribe to all uh, all of our different things. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. And thank you. Stay tuned for the next one.